Is your business stuck in one spot struggling to grow? Our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator at winninggym.com slash grow has your back. Sign up now for easy wins, no more struggle, just straight growth. You've got this. Now let's head on back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, joined on a special Zoom episode, as always, by Randy Angston. What's up, fella? How are we doing, brother? Good. And we got a special guest today. Christina Nicholson from Media Mavens is joining us today. And I'm excited to kind of dive into the weeds with her. This is a definitely uh, an off topic one from some of the standard gym ish stuff that we talk about. So I want to welcome Christina. How are you? Thank you so much. I am good, Tim. Hi, Randy. Thank you for having me. Howdy. Absolutely. So you kind of gave us your spiel before. Why don't you, for our listeners, give everybody a little background on you, your company, and this really cool software that you've put together for podcasts. Yeah. So I'll roll all three into one because they all overlap. So I'm a former TV reporter and anchor. During that time, I got a lot of emails from a lot of people who wanted to be on TV and get that free commercial and have us tell their, their story. And a lot of their pitches were terrible. They just wanted the free promotional, you know, promotional attention. There wasn't anything newsworthy about it. So when I wanted a, a better schedule, I got into PR I had a boss who was terrible for six months, ended up leaving and starting my own business, kind of snowballed into an agency. So I have a team of 10 people and we basically work to get people and businesses attention without spending money on ads. Because a lot of people don't pay attention to ads. They pay attention to the content that they consume, whether it be listening to podcasts, watching TV, reading articles, whatever. So we've been working for six years just to get people attention without paying for ads. And in that process, we saw that podcasts are a great place for people to get attention just because the listener is so much more intentional about what they're listening to. You know, they're scrolling through the app. They're looking at the title of the podcast and they're like, oh, I want to listen to this. And they will listen for 30 minutes usually. And they will really get to know people. It's very different from scrolling through social, having the TV on in the background. So with all of these podcasts out here, it's hard to tell, well, which one should I be a guest on? Which one is still active? Which one do people actually listen to? So I created Podcast Clout, which basically does all of that homework for you. And it saves you time in building a podcast pitch list. So you can go in there, for example, and you could search gyms in the search bar. And any podcast that's in the top 250 of their category that has the word gym in the description or the title will pop up. So, you know, it's a good podcast to pitch. You can also search by category. You can use category and the search bar together. So there's a variety of ways to search. That is amazing. Cool. So that maybe that's how you found us, I guess. <laughs> could be. Yeah, could I, be. I, would, I would imagine that. So yeah. And, and as a podcaster, I would, I wondered, do you help podcasters get bigger reach? Yeah. I mean, it's well, for being a, a podcaster, the best way to build your podcast is by being a guest on other people's podcasts. There because most people, you know, they subscribe to more than one podcast. They're already listeners. You don't need to explain it to them, which dear God, I hope we don't need to explain what podcasting is to people. No, anymore. no. But the best way to build a podcast is by being a guest on other people's podcasts. And a lot of our clients out of all of the forms of media, like we're talking TV, print, online, all of them, they all serve different purposes. You know, like I tell people, 
being on TV is awesome. It's like the quickest way to build your credibility and authority Mm -hmm. because there's just something about TV that people get this perception of you. Like you're a big deal when it comes to podcasts. That's how you turn profit the quickest. Like people, I think it's just because they get to really know, like, and trust you in that time that they hear you speak, that they will go to your website. They will download your lead magnet. They'll follow you on social, whatever it is. Podcast listeners, they just move quick when they want to act on something. Yeah. And I would agree to that. And you mentioned it. And for those of you that don't, don't have a podcast for your gym, we highly recommend it. We have one here. Um, but you mentioned it, you've got the attention either in the car or maybe they're cleaning the house, but they're, you're in their ear for 30 minutes. Think about this, this world of, they call it the goldfish attention span of eight yeah. seconds or less. And you're getting somebody for 15, 20, 30 minutes. That's massive. So yeah, that's why we recommend, and obviously why we have one, but why we recommend yeah. our gym owners also jump into the podcast game. Um, and, and believe it or not, you'll find things to say, you know, that's usually what people struggle with. I, I don't know. I don't know what the topics to say. I don't know what to, what to do. Uh, and now you've got a, a software that you can actually go find uh, guests to be on your own podcast. This is another great way to maybe build some content for your own stuff. So that's awesome. So let's talk. I love. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Well, just real quick. I love it because I mean, as we've been talking lately, especially in the fitness industry, when it comes to advertising or growing your business, there, there's nothing outside of the Facebook ads, like in, in their mentality. Right. And so for a while here, we've been talking about the diminishing returns on direct response ads on Facebook, right? The challenge based marketing, all of that stuff has its space, but it's not as prevalent. It's not the basket to put all of your eggs in anymore. And I mean, what, six months, eight months, I've been saying the buying cycle is getting longer. We need to go back to more of this value-based marketing. We need to build ourselves as that resident expert. You nailed it, right? Christina, that like, trust, respect factor. Nobody's talking about any of that stuff anymore. In the, in, well, at least in the fitness industry, we went from, you know, the bodybuilding era of everybody knew key figures in fitness. But outside of that, now today, I mean, it's almost a scramble of who you can trust, who is, you know, a position of authority, who's not the ego-driven, money-hungry, you know, like there's so much shady character characters in this that, when you can do that at a local level, I think it carries massive weight. Yeah, I agree. And you, you know, you talk about advertising. Advertising's great, but A, it costs a lot of money and that money adds up. And B, it's still you just telling everybody you're great. And people know that when somebody else tells other people you're great and you're not paying them to say that, it just carries so much more weight and it really affects people in a different way. That's a great point. Yeah, that's a really good point. So, so let's dive into a little bit more specifics. We're talking gym owners on this podcast. You've got some ideas. I would love to hear how you feel like you could help gym owners leverage the PR side and maybe, you know, what you do to, to either one, at the end of the day, this is the only thing they want. They want more clients. So how do you do it? Yeah. So, I mean, it's, this is where you really want to focus on your local market. A lot of people get distracted by the today show and good morning America and CNN and Forbes, just because they want to look cool, but you always have to focus with the end in mind. If the end in mind is more clients, where your client's going to come from, it's where you live. If you have a gym, like people aren't going to drive, you know, too far to go to your gym. So you need to focus on your local market. Um, and there's a few different ways to do this. One, 
the biggest one that people don't put a lot of time and energy into because they don't think it's going to have the effect that they want, but it does is setting yourself up to be the expert in your industry and not just you as the gym owner, but also your employees and your staff. Like you guys want to be known as like the go-to people for this exercise, having a beach body, you know, like have some that cater to women, have some that cater to men, have some that cater to millennials, have some that cater to baby boomers. You know what I mean? Like you're going to have different people catering to different things, but it all comes back to health and fitness. And you do this in a couple of ways. Obviously, you want to be putting this out on your own media because again, it is something you control your website, your social media, you are in control of that. But again, that's you telling everybody you're great. Obviously, you're going to do that. So what you want to do is you want to earn this exposure. I come from a background in TV, so TV is always my go-to. You can also turn a TV clip into an ad, so you have that credibility, but then people see that, oh, they were on TV. They're legit. They must really know what they're talking about. So then you have that that perception that you're, you're boosting to people in that area. So I mean, with, with gems, there is so much, obviously your super bowl is going to be after Christmas and in January when everybody's resolution is to lose weight and work out more and be healthy. So that's when you're going to want to pitch, not just TV stations, but I'll use that as an example, but also newspapers, magazines, everybody local to you. Um, and don't forget about local influencers, like, you know, the, the mom blogger who's got 20,000 followers and high engagement, um, but reach out to them and be like, hey, is your resolution to lose weight or get healthy or, you know, work out three times a week, whatever it is, like here are five tips to keep your resolution this year. And you could do a, a three minute segment on TV with the five tips. You could say, here are five exercises that you can do every day in less than 10 minutes to be a healthier you in 2022, whatever it is, go on TV, show those five exercises. You just want to be super specific in your pitch, because let me tell you, these pitches and these stories, you see them at this time every year. So that's why you have to have those five super quick workouts you can do every morning, three things you have to do to keep this new year's resolution. So pitch that to TV pitch. You can even pitch that to, to local bloggers. The thing with local bloggers is if they are true influencers, they're going to want to get paid and they should be paid if they are true influencers. I'm not talking about like going after Kim Kardashian. Cause she's like a million bucks a post, mm -hmm. but you could make a deal, you know, with a local influencer who maybe it's just a trade like, Hey, you can have a month membership to our gym. If you give us one post a week on this topic and you know, whatever it is, if you don't want to spend money, you can, you can work with, with, um, influencers on trade. So that is, is, is an example of how you want your pitch to be timely. And you can do this year round. Mm -hmm. I mean, you could do summer's coming up, how to get your beach body. You're going on vacation, spring break, whatever it is. There are so many angles that you can use with health and fitness and looking better and feeling better. Better. You know, like, um, I think May is mental health awareness month. Well, mental health has to do with physical health as well. Like there is an overlap. There's just so many things that you need to keep in mind as you look in the calendar and as you see what's trending in news already, mm -hmm. you know, like, um, I'll give you, I'll give you an example 
um, not health related, but I guess it's kind of health related, but not gym related. Uh, national news story a few years ago when I was a reporter, a, a star from Glee died of a heroin overdose. So obviously everybody's covering that story. Everybody's talking about it. Has nothing to do with South Florida, but I localized the story because we got an addiction specialist to talk to us about yeah. how they're seeing more heroin overdoses now than before. So whenever you see stories that have to do with health and wellness in the news, how can you localize that to your area? And that's when I say you need to be the expert because it's not always about come join our gym, mm -hmm. get a membership to our gym. It's about your name, you know, like, Tim Lyons, CEO of this gym, you're going to slowly but surely build your credibility over time. And then when people do want to go to a gym, you are going to be top of mind. And then they're going to go to your gym because they've gotten to know, like, and trust you. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Rain, does it, I'm just laughing. Does this sound familiar? Of our podcast. Yeah. Does this sound familiar just at all? Right. What she said, just listen. Just do to that. Christina. Yeah. If you haven't um, listened to us, listen to what Christina said. <laughs> yeah. So here, here, here's what's going through every everybody's mind because it's going through my mind. You're hearing this like, yeah, I can create that content. Yeah. The, I have five tips and I can do this. I can, so, well, wait a minute. How do I get physically get on the damn yeah. TV? Cause you said, Hey, before like, dude, uh, press releases are old school. You don't do that kind of stuff anymore. You need to do it this way. How can a local gym owner that doesn't know anything, how to get on, like, how do they do it? Well, I have a lot of free resources that can help. So I'm happy to help you with that. But in general, no, don't do press releases. Like everybody, let me tell you, I was watching this documentary about Ted Bundy mm -hmm. and they show old footage from like the late seventies of a cop being interviewed. And they were talking about how he was like going to all these States, murdering people. How are we letting everybody know? And the cop was like, well, we are sending out press releases. And I'm like, yes, as you should have in 1978. Mm -hmm. Today, you should not. Like the same thing doesn't work. And people do it just because it's like, that's what we learned in PR school. That's just what we've always done. Well, let me tell you, people in newsrooms, the last thing they want in, your, in their inbox is one, another email, and two, a press release because they're long, they're boring, they're promotional. So instead, you literally write, five sentences. And th this is a thing. You have to know who you're pitching. Mm -hmm. You don't want to to build a media list, like open up the newspaper, see who the contact is of everybody and send them all the same thing at the same time. It's sloppy. Everybody knows what you're doing and it's, you're not going to get too far. Look at the people who write about health, who write about wellness, who write about local business, whatever your angle is. And then you pitch them and you keep it short, sweet, and to the point. Hey, Randy, um, maybe you say something like, I saw your story yesterday about this. If you're looking to, to follow up, or if you're looking to do something with a different angle, um, maybe your listeners slash readers slash viewers would want to know five ways to do this, that, or the other, please let me know how I can help. I'm happy to give you this video, this art. I mean, whatever it is, like hand them everything they need on a silver platter and, I would love to share, this is a big one. If, if we move forward, I would love to share, share the coverage on my social media or with my email list or, or whatever. Nice. Cause you want to make sure that something is in it for them. Because sure. the thing is so many people, when they pitch the media, they act like, like the media, whether they be a reporter, contributor, even podcaster, like 
they have they're entitled for like the free exposure mm. like it's your job to promote me well no it's not at all it's my job to promote the news and what you're pitching me right now is not newsworthy nice. so you have to show that you're going to actually like appreciate me giving you a stage on my platform to talk about what you're pitching me so you have to share it with people i don't know if you guys if this drives you crazy as a podcaster it drives me crazy yeah. When I have somebody on my podcast and I send them an email and I'm like, look, here's the link. The podcast episode is live. Uh And they're like, nothing, Nothing. like crickets. Like they don't share it with anybody. They don't share it on their social media. They don't tag me. I'm like, that's so rude. I just gave you 30 minutes (laughs) to talk about you on my podcast and you're not even going to like share it with anybody. I just, so the same. Yeah. I just don't, I don't think people get it. Like, like, honestly, I don't think they understand what you see. You, you came from news and you came from that world. And so you would kind of expect a, you know, reciprocation on that level. And probably they don't understand that's how this works. So maybe, you know, maybe you got to tell them sometimes. And I, and I've, we've had the same thing, right, Randy, we've, we've, we've oh, God, yeah. did a great episode and it's all us pushing it out and like, wait, like, wait a minute. This is beneficial for you too. And, you know, let's, let's share around. So yes, I, I totally see. Especially when you're plugging their stuff. I know, <laughs> I know, no love. Well, and it helps them too. Like, and I don't yeah. think like, I tell people you have to do PR on your PR after you appear somewhere. Like I get, I used to write for Inc. Magazine for two years. I wrote for Inc. Magazine. I never had somebody come to me because they, and then say, Hey, I saw you wrote this in Inc. Magazine. I'm interested in working with you. I would share that article on Inc. Magazine on my LinkedIn. And then people would say, oh, you write for Inc. Magazine? Yeah, I just read this because you shared it. Like, again, it's the perception. It's people awesome. aren't going to yeah. know you're on a podcast if you don't share it and tell people. And then when they see, they're going to be like, oh, wow, that's amazing. That person must know what they're talking about. They're on a podcast. And then you're going to see it and you're going to be grateful that they're sharing your podcast and maybe you'll invite them back. It's, I mean, to me, it's common sense that like when somebody gives you attention, you put it out there to say thank you. But I think, I think people today, business owners, especially, they just want things to happen so fast and they don't want to put in a lot of effort to get them to happen. Yeah, yeah. And sharing media exposure is putting in some effort and they think, oh, well, somebody already watched that, saw that, heard that, listened to that. So it's all just going to come to me. Like, it doesn't work like that. You have to do PR on your PR. And if you tell the person while you're pitching them that you are going to share it with your audience, that instantly increases your chances of coverage. Well, yeah, I would imagine, right? That's that's the, the other half of the coin. Here's a question for you. Um, in most markets, I would m- imagine just about every market, there's always the same like health and fitness expert, Jojo, Sanchez, you know, and they're in their gym and they go back to that guy every single time there's anything to do with health and fitness is, is, is that because they don't have anybody else to go to, or is there already a relationship there? How does that work? Hey, are you a gym owner whose business is in full swing, pulling in at least steady 30 K or more per month? And now you're ready to ask yourself, what is next? Well, The Iron Circle is ready to show you that path forward. As a part of our exclusive community, you'll be surrounded by like-minded, success-driven gym owners just like you who are taking their businesses to the next level. Visit our website, ironcircle.net, to apply to be a part of the next Iron Circle group and let us turn your successful gym into a thriving fitness legacy. All right, let's get back to the show. 
It's probably, it could be a few things. It could be that Jojo um, advertises there. And so he gets to be top pick. Um, I remember once I wanted to, to interview some doctor somewhere and they were like, oh no, if you want to interview a doctor, you got to interview a doctor here because they advertise with us. So it's just kind of like a perk. But I feel like that that is rare. Most of the time, it's because JoJo is pitching them okay. and JoJo is sending them ideas. So then when they do have something on their end, JoJo is just the person to go to. And then another thing, you know, when we needed somebody and, and you know, we weren't getting pitches, we would just Google it. And whoever had the best SEO and showed up at the top, got the call. And whoever was available first, you know, made it, made the cut. Interesting. Yeah, that's no different than the marketplace half the time, though. I mean, it's the same thing, right? Instant credibility, instant. So this brings up a really good point because most of the gyms that we, you know, ourselves included, we're marketing the gym. We're not necessarily marketing us personally as the health expert in the gym. What's your take on that? Because if you're looking for the health expert, you're probably not going to show up on SEO because you're really just pushing the gym the fitness, the style of training you're doing, who you help, all that kind of stuff, but you're really not branding yourself. I know you mentioned that before, this is something that you you help people do is brand themselves as the expert versus maybe their business. What's your thoughts there? Yeah, well, I mean, there's a bit of an overlap. And again, this goes back to people just wanting to push their gym, push their gym, push their gym. But if you market yourself, by default, your gym gets that promotion. So I'll give you an example, not a gym, but a, uh, a running app. So I represented these guys years ago and they had a running app. So like, if you guys are in Arizona and I'm in Florida, we could like race each other on this app virtually. So two guys were the founders. One was a personal trainer. And the other one was a guy who lost half his body weight by running. Like okay. he was 400 pounds lost 200 pounds. And they came to me and they were like, Oh, we hired a PR guy. He sent out press releases. We're not getting anything. And I was like, what, what is going on? What is he sending out? And like the story was literally like, Oh, here's a running app. And it just explained all about the app. And I'm like, this isn't news. Like, do you know how many fitness apps drop every day? Who cares? So instead what we did was we focused on two different things. One, the guy who lost half his body weight, we focused on his personal story. And then the other guy who was the personal trainer, we focused on those expertise things that we talked about, right? Like the, the five ways yeah. to do this, that, and the other. So in a matter of three months, we got them coverage in women's running, um, men's fitness, Washington Post, Chicago Tribune, TV in Washington, DC, because that was their local market where they lived, um, got them on the Today Show, and then got them in runner's world. Runner's world was their number one goal. Wow. And all of the coverage mentioned the app, but it wasn't about the app. Yeah, indirectly. So, right. So for example, when one of them was quoted, his title was co-founder of the app and the app was always linked. So you would get that backlink, which is great for SEO. So that's kind of how it works. Um, even in the Today Show episode, it was the, 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 um, the story about the guy who lost 200 pounds. It was his story. And then they said, and this is what prompted him to create the app. And then they made all these graphics about the app and you got to see the app. Like he created the app because of this. The story wasn't about the app. It was about this guy, but the app got coverage because of it. Mm -hmm. And then just one, one more point about that. So the Today Show, right? Huge. Millions of people watching. But like me, 
there's people who watch the Today Show who hate running. Like I will only run if you are like chasing me with a weapon. Yeah, both of us. So, so it's not their ideal audience, but it sure as hell does a lot for credibility, right? Like to turn that into an ad and then target runners, that's huge. But then when we got them in runner's world, which by the way, this stuff takes time. We started pitching runner's world in October and they didn't get in until August. Wow. Keep in mind, magazines work three months in advance, but I mean, they have content calendars. They, you know, they have different people that you're pitching. Some may like the idea, some may not, whatever the reason. So you got to be patient with this stuff. This is definitely like a long-term game. So anyway, got them in, um, in August and Obviously, it's a smaller audience, but it's so much more niche that it converts so much more higher. So you don't want to get distracted again by like the big bright lights. You want to focus on your end goal, which is profit. So I think that's like a very long winded answer well, that's, that's, to your question. It's great. And really what's continuing to hit me is this is a whole nother world that we know nothing about or even play in the sandbox because yeah, I've been on TV. We've had some golf fitness stuff here. We actually had the news team here. We we did some golf stuff, you know, the, the Phoenix Open and stuff was going on. It was like a thing. Uh, in fact, we actually had two of the newscasters. That's probably why we got on. They're, they were working out. There were clients here. So um, what I'm thinking in my head is like, wow, another world that nobody knows about. One, you don't, we, we talk about poles in the water, right? For marketing, you need to be over here. You need to be over here. This is a whole nother tackle box and poll and everything that goes into it. It's so different than getting on Facebook, going to the ads manager, clicking some ads, dropping some images, and I can control the the spend yeah. and I can control it. Um, what, like, how does somebody, maybe it's working with you, right? Maybe this is, this is what you do. So maybe working with you, calling you and saying, Hey, here's my gym. Uh, is that, is that something that you would recommend people do? What do you think? I mean, you, you can do that, but you don't have to do that. I will say that PR and pitching the media is a time consuming task and it is a long-term game. It's not something where you hire somebody for two months and think they're going to make you famous, despite what the Facebook ads tell <laughs> you from people selling their PR courses. That's not how it works. Um, it's like SEO. You can't just focus on SEO for two months, expect to be at the top of Google and then be done with it. That's not how it works. So you can do it yourself, but you have to know what you're doing. Again, I have tons of resources that can help people with that. If you are going to hire somebody, I would suggest like you have to be patient and you have to have a budget. The average PR agency is $6,000 a month. So if you don't have a budget for that, then, then you shouldn't do it. Um, you can hire an independent contractor for much less. I mean, it's a team of one, mm -hmm. um, but you can do this stuff yourself and you can start small. And this is the thing. A lot of people think like, oh, I'm not ready. And they get all nervous and they talk it up in their head. Like it's a big deal. But that just, well, first of all, it's not. But second of all, that just goes to show you the perception of being in the media. Like people see you in the media and they see you earn this exposure and they think you're a really big deal. Yeah. That's why it's so important. Sure. And the, the big myth that people have is I need to be super successful. I need to have a lot of money. I need to do all this before I do that. But like, you need to flip that. The way to be successful and get a lot of money is to get people to know about you. And how else are they going to get to know about you if you don't tell them? So, I mean, the plus side, you reach a hell of a lot of people in a short amount of time for no money. 
the con to that is it's time consuming. And it's something that you can't do once or twice and call it a day because then your competition's going to do it. And then they're going to get the attention. Like you mentioned our attention span, Tim, like after you see something on TV, it's fresh in your head. Five minutes later, you're on to the next because you've seen 50 things since then. Yeah. So that's why you have to just be consistent with your pitching and with your ideas. Look mm. at the calendar. Look at what's what's happening nationally, what's happening locally. What kind of ideas do you have? Um, so it's just it's just all about being creative and building relationships with your local journalists. Like get on Twitter and tweet them. They're all on Twitter. So tweet them, build relationships with local influencers and, you know, do a trade so they can, and then giveaways. Giveaways are huge for local businesses. Right now on Instagram, I'm doing one for a hotel in Palm Beach. And I just got together um, five other local influencers. I asked the hotel, Hey, do you want to give away, you know, a, a free night stay? We can call it a mother's day giveaway. And all everybody has to do is follow us to enter. So we're all like, we posted in our stories, follow all these people and slide the bar to enter a free night at this hotel. It's a great way to, to let people know about your brand and to build your following on social media. So you could team up with a local influencer and give away a one-year membership and everybody has to follow you on Instagram and do whatever to enter. And I mean, that gets a little bit away from what I'm talking about news-wise, but like I said, like, you know, since 1978, things have changed a little bit and there's a little bit of gray area. So working with those local influencers is also a good idea. Hey, 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 Tim Lyons here. Look, I know running a gym day in and day out can be a challenge. It's often hectic and stressful, but remember, you are not alone. And if you ever feel weighed down by the pressure and you're searching for a lifeline, we've got just the thing. I would love to invite you to our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program at winninggym.com slash grow. Listen, it's designed to give you tangible results. It transforms your struggle into sustainable growth, and it is a game changer for so many gym owners out there. Again, that's winninggym.com slash grow. Check it out, and let's turn those day-to-day challenges into triumphs. All right, now let's get back to the show. Yeah. I wouldn't even know where, who to, where, man, this is like mind boggling to me. It's so different. Like I wouldn't know in my area, who is a, who is a local expert or influencer? Would you Randy? No, uh, you could no we don't follow them. Yeah. I was going to say, but we know how I to, would, you know what? I'm going to do it right now. Okay. I'm going to search. Um, Somebody's about to get a plug. Yeah. While you do, while you do I, I like this conversation and, and something that keeps coming up is, is the fact that it is a longer play. Yeah. Um, you know, we talk about it all of the time. These are the things that you need to have in motion and not be standing there expecting a client to walk in the door because you just did a, you know, a post or you were just on the news, you know, one time necessarily. Yeah. yeah. Well, we, 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 to be honest with you, when we were on the news, we got zero from it, to be honest with you, that we could directly relate to those stories. And that's but, the you know, tricky we, part. Yeah. That's we the tricky part it about too. it. Is what? It's very hard to track mm. because it is word of mouth. Mm-hmm. So it's very hard to track. Uh, I mean, you know, unless it's, 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 it's the, the part about the industry that like bothers me the most is when people ask, well, what are the, what are the KPIs, KPIs and how do you track and how do you know it's working? It's, it's all word of mouth. Like how do you, if somebody sees you on TV, if you're on TV Monday and somebody joins, joins your gym Tuesday, like, unless you ask them specifically, 
where did you hear about us? When was it? How was it? What happened? <laughs> and they remember every detail. You're not going to know. So something that I tell my, something I tell my clients is like, look, Google yourself before we start working together. Three months later, Google yourself. Three months later, Google yourself. Like, do you see your name showing up more? Is your digital footprint looking a little bit better Then it's working? Okay. And, and you also have to remember like, Again, like I, well, I was on TV and nothing happened. Well, what did you do with it? Did you share it? Did you tag the journalist? Did you tag the outlet? Did you turn it into an ad? Like, did you send it to your email list? Like you have to try to make it live as yeah. long as you want, because as long as you can, because if you don't, and then you don't keep getting the exposure, then yeah, five minutes later, people are going to forget. Okay. I want to show you. I just did a search. Okay. What did you search? I searched hashtag Scottsdale blogger. Okay. And I got over 56,000 posts and these are all okay. um, Scottsdale bloggers. So you just tap on one and you look at, okay, so which one, I, I don't really look at follower count. I think that doesn't matter. I look at the likes and comments on their posts. And then yep. I look at like, well, what are people saying in the comments? Like, are they real comments or are they from a robot? Yep. So I look at that stuff and then I look at their posts, like, you know, does this person look like an idiot who would embarrass us? Or does this person look cool? And like, do they have friends who work out or whatever else? So I would just start by searching um, hashtag whatever your whatever city you're in and blogger, and blogger. hashtag whatever city you're in fitness. You just got to play around with the hashtags and then see who they're following and who's commenting on theirs. And the whole it, does this feel like a full-time job for this part? Like, does this a little bit, right? You got to yeah, do, there's I mean, a lot of research, a lot of research. And I mean, but, but the end result, well, you'll get more clients from it. And that's really what we're all trying to do is, you know, fill these gyms up. I, you know, we're working with a couple of gyms that are opening brand new locations and we actually, we are as well. By the end of this year, we'll be opening a brand new look. I, I see a fit for PR, this style mm -hmm. of PR in a grand opening style campaign. I like for, for grand openings. I like, like everybody loves a giveaway, mm -hmm. even when there's not a grand opening, but especially when there's a grand opening, I like a giveaway. Um, and then also with gyms, what they should do is, um, a lot of them are in plazas, you know, a lot of them don't really stand alone. Mm -hmm. So like work with the other businesses in the plaza, like how can y'all partner up? I was going to use a pizza place as an example, but I guess if we're talking about gyms, that might not be unless we're planet that. fitness and they, we're not, we're not planet fitness. they go right to the pizza and titsy rolls. They have to, they have pizza um, night at the gym and donuts. Pretend there's a, there's a juicy place nearby one of those places and then team team up with them you know and see what kind of partnerships you could do with each other and and giveaways you know like you give away this I'll give away this and you really want to make it an event with like a lot of giveaways and you want the giveaways to be relative like you don't want to give away a flat screen tv because people who would never walk in a gym in their life want a flat screen tv mm -hmm. so you want to make it relative i really like giving away that service like we're giving away 10 one month um, or 10 one year memberships. Yep. And this is what you have to do to enter. Um, things like that, I think are good for, for um, grand openings. Now the new, a grand opening for a news, like nobody really cares, but if you go with a business angle, like I'm only hiring, you know, like, like there's a, a car wash down here who only hires autistic people and they get so much crazy oh, news yeah. coverage all the time, just because that's unique. Sure. Um, you could, you know, a lot of people are using a COVID angle. 
um, for business stories. You know, like I represented um, a few restaurants last year when all the shutdowns were happening and we got them so much coverage regarding like a virtual tip jar for their staff and, um, you know, a program we were doing where we would flock, you know, pick a different restaurant every night and flock the restaurant for that night and give them a whole bunch of takeout orders. Like, like you have to, again, looking at the calendar, looking at what's happening in the news, and then try to make something relevant to you and your gym to get that attention. I like the fact that too, everything that you're mentioning is it's all coming from that emotional stance, right? Good marketing is emotionally based. It's not the logic aspect, right? We're not pitching a, a gym grand opening because, you know, four walls, new equipment, come and see us. No, it's the story behind it. It's the, the individual behind it. It's, it's that, um, six, that success story, it, the guy that lost 200 pounds. Exactly, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're all emotional things that the end user is going to or can connect with rather than just the logic of the, you know, the, the what that we're trying to sell or move across. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, and, and I mean, even to, to even this morning in just the advertising, the fitness, no, not even advertising, I mean, fitness content space. I was on Facebook page for one of a gym that we is in our ecosystem and there is nothing or like that felt other than I'm being sold a, a general gym membership mm-hmm. on all their content posts. I mean, beautiful brand, probably one of the best I've seen in six months as far as cleanliness, what they bring to the table, but there was nothing out literally other than like join our gym for a price. That was all of their posts. So there was no value-based content, no emotional attachment, no members, no, it was just cold. And then obviously, I mean, there's nothing about that page that's going to draw somebody closer. Yeah. I mean, it's like when people pitch and they're so promotional, it's like, we know you want to get the promotion. It will happen, but this isn't how we do it. And everybody uses this metaphor, but it makes sense. Like when you start dating somebody, you don't ask them to get married right away. You got to work up to that. So it's like, and I know it's like so cliche to say, like, give value and you'll get it back. But when you are earning, I mean, if you're paying for ads, who cares? Just give them your money and they'll say whatever you want them to say. Mm-hmm. But when you're earning exposure, you have to be newsworthy. You have to have a story. Like, like you can't just say, hey, we're opening. I mean, opening can be a story, but it's more of a business story to talk about, you know, the business, like the, you know, this building sat empty for five years and now somebody's finally going, like, it has to have an angle that is not promotional, but people forget that because they're just selfish and they just want the promotion, yeah. but it's not going to look like that. Yeah. They're, they're trying. And that's the thing. It, yeah. I always, I actually say that line a lot, but I, it's going to bed. It's not getting married, but uh, cause everyone wants to rush to it. Right. Right. To the sale. Well, I don't even know your name, you know? <laughs> and, and that's the thing. Like, let's, Let's build in this. It's all relationship marketing. It's relationship based. Um, the, and in a local brick and mortar, when you are, uh, Tim and I have been saying it since Profit started, you have to work on yourself as a local expert. If you're not, and it doesn't have to be something like Tim, to your question, it's like, well, you know, this is entirely different than what we do. I, it is what it isn't in, in a way. Cause I mean, if you took some of the videos that we did for the gym and rather than just, post it as the gym, if they became, you know, Hey, I'm Tim Lyons from Pulse Fitness or Zach as the fitness director of Pulse Fitness. Now you've put somebody in that position and it's not just the business. So there's ways that we can, you know, just easily start to tailor this with a little bit more personalized touch, I think, to give kind of the face to the, the name 
in that local atmosphere. And we've talked about that in the past. I mean, yeah. there's a benefit in, in, a, in a business where, you know, you have employees that come and go. Sometimes there's risk involved there also. Yeah. And I would, that's something too, that I would, I would be mindful of. Like you definitely want your employees to be a part of it, especially like you want to have a female too. Like if you're a male owner, you want to have a female also be able to speak. If you're a female owner, you want to have a male also to be able to speak. Because I think just when it comes to health and fitness, women gravitate more towards women and men to men, generally Mm -hmm. speaking. Um, And you want, you know, your staff and your employees to also be known. But with that said, you want to make sure that they are comfortable with it. Because once you start putting things on the internet, everybody's got an opinion and people will come for you. Like the things that show up in my DMs and have, you know, for years, like, like I have a folder just where I put all the death threats just for fun to go through. You know what I mean? And then especially being a female, you know, we get some things that you guys would never get. So you just want to make sure that you are comfortable when you put yourself out there that like you have thick skin and you're going to deal with, you know, whatever happens in the comment section or your DMs. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Something you didn't even really think about. So great. I mean, this is awesome. I'm glad we had you on because this, like we, you know, in the gym space, we're just so focused on digital marketing, period, paid traffic, get them to an offer. Yeah. Advertising, you know, get them to an offer, get them in the gym. And that's great for some people when they're ready to buy, but yeah. How do you get out there and get to the masses, even on a local level? Cause as I was thinking about your story about the app, I think that's probably an easier play for you as the, the PR firm that's going to push this out. You have so many more outlets you can go to. It's a global app. I mean, but we're like a five mile radius around your gym. Like you've, you can't even go to Phoenix and get on the Phoenix newspaper. Even Arizona Republic is, is kind of a waste because, you know, you got people in South Phoenix and, in you know, all the way to Tucson reading that stuff. And it would give you really no benefit unless they're telling somebody up here. Right. So uh, yeah, or if there's or if there's overlap, you know what I mean? Like like down here in South Florida, you have I mean, you got Miami, Fort Lauderdale and West Palm Beach, three big cities right on top of each other. And you could be a gym on TV in Miami. No, but I mean, in Fort Lauderdale, they see that they're not going to drive through traffic to go mm-hmm. to your gym in Miami, but you're still reaching people in Miami and you still have that content to repurpose on your, your social yeah. media, on your website yeah. to turn into an ad. So I definitely, I mean, obviously when you're pitching, you want to be specific, but being local, it almost makes it a little bit easier because you know exactly where to go. You know exactly who to build relationships with. Like the pool you're fishing in is smaller and that benefits you because your audience is smaller. Okay. So like, you know exactly where they are. And once you've exhausted TV and you'll never really exhaust it, you know what I mean? Cause there's so many angles to discuss. Yeah, it keeps you know, coming up times. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's TV, there's newspapers, there's magazines, there's online, there's influencers. I do want to leave you with a warning though, especially with those local magazines, when you pitch them, a lot of them are pay to play and they'll be like, Oh yeah, we'd love to feature you. It'll be $4,000. Mm-hmm. Just say peace out. No <laughs> need to do that. There's so much free exposure you can get that when they come to you to try to sell you an ad, you don't have to do that. Or if you just have the money and want to want to do the ad, do the ad, but make it so it doesn't look like an ad. Like yeah. I want to do, instead of like a full page ad, I want to do something people are not going to flip through and they're actually going to read. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you want to make it exciting, but I mean, honestly, I would focus for local coverage. I think 
I would focus on local TV, like the morning shows, the afternoon shows coming in, doing whatever segments you got to do, um, newspaper and local influencers. Great. One, two steps. One, two, three. Christina, how does somebody reach out? They, they just listen to this. Oh my gosh, I need to work with you. What's the, what's, where do they go? Okay. So I have, like I said, a lot of resources. I cover a lot about pitching the media on my podcast, become a media maven. Um, so you can listen to that. I, um, can also leave everybody listening with a pitch, the exact pitch that I use okay. to get on, um, a popular podcast. You can get that at podcastclout.com slash Pat. And, um, I have another, I mean, another pitch that, that a local, somebody in my media mentoring program used, she was a dietitian actually. And she wanted to get more local clients in San Diego. So it was around fall and we came up with an idea to pitch, um, lunches you pack for your kids. So they go yeah. to school and they actually come back with an empty lunchbox. Cause a lot of kids, you know, they're picky. And so she pitched that on a Monday on Wednesday, she did a five minute live segment on San Diego TV early in the morning. And she had little stations like, you know, like we cut up this sandwich in a cute little shape, whatever, like showed people her thing and her name and her email and her, her website was, you know, graphicked at the bottom. And then after that, it was, it was crazy because like the goal was to get her more dietitian clients. But after that in San Diego, she got contacted by a lot of like brands who made food. And because she was on TV, they thought she was like a local influencer. And they were like, we'll pay you to blog about our product. We'll pay you to like do this and that. So she became like a, a local influencer after that because she was on TV. So I can walk you through that whole thing, including the exact pitch word for word that, that we worked on to send them and what happened afterwards. At, that is at pitchpublicityprofit.com. So like day one, learn how to pitch. Day two, get the publicity. Day three, turn it into profit. Pitchpublicityprofit.com. Awesome. Look at that. Some little. All the things. <laughs> and all the things are free. All the free things. Well, you're. <laughs> Hell you. yeah. Give it away. Yeah. Well, that. So no excuses, gym <laughs> owners. Get to it. <laughs> Good. I love it. She's a hard ass. Is that's what, that's what we need. Well, Christina, thank you for sharing your knowledge. This was great. I think it's going to open up a lot of like, you know, wheels are going to be turning for gym owners listening to this. Oh my gosh, I'm missing the boat. So guys jump out, reach out to Christina. This is not something I have any expertise in whatsoever, as you can tell, based on the stupid questions I was asking her today. But uh, if you want to reach out, Jump on, uh, I guess the, is it, do you have a media mavens website.com? Is that what it is? Yeah, that's at media maven and more.com. Media maven and more. Could I make it longer? Yeah. A couple more. <laughs> One, two, three.com at the end. We'll put that in the show notes. So you have a uh, quick link to that guys. So you don't have to write that down while you're driving. Come on. But uh, <laughs> don't fall off the treadmill because <laughs> yeah. the website's so long people. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. It was nice chatting with you guys. Thanks. Hey, we'll see you guys. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Built to Grow podcast where we help gym owners win. Now, do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online? All you got to do is join our private Facebook group, Marketing Talk with Fitness Professionals right now. Just head on over to Facebook and type in Marketing Talk with Fitness Professionals. And when you join, we're going to give you free access to our 10 fitness marketing strategies, seven-figure gym owners use to win. All right, I look forward to you joining us next time on the Built to Grow podcast. Keep building something great. Thank you.